um, a couple of beliefs about tears. I won't tell you the one. I, well, I have a couple of beliefs about tears. Anyway, um, <clears throat> one is that tears are an expression of love. You do not cry if you do not love. Uh, it means that something has touched you. It's touched your heart. The other thing I like to say that make people feel better is that our church runs on tears. Um, I know there's the Holy Spirit and I know there's the grace of God and all that stuff. But practically speaking, if you look at it physically, the gasoline of this church are our tears. Um, we, we cry with the best of them. Um, so I want to tell you a couple more things that are going on out there in the family and that will likely produce more tears, but what the heck, it's fun. <laughs> this morning, uh, see, it's 1030 uh, in in eight seconds, New Day Church in Brownsburg starts their service this morning. Uh, they've been meeting for a while, but they have a brand new worship pastor. Um, they're commissioning and, or, and uh, installing the worship pastor this morning. Her name is Erin McGill. <clears throat> and Erin's um, <clears throat> um, been hanging around with our family for the last 12 years, as we have with hers. We've watched Erin grow up. You've watched Erin grow up on the stage. You've heard Aaron's voice come out. You've seen her spirit grow. Um, she's been called by New Day uh, to be their worship pastor. Um, three weeks ago, the pastor of New Day Church called me. His name's Dennis. He called me and he said, hey, Randy, I don't know if you remember me. We've met, you know, sometime. He said, I've, I've got a favor to ask you. You know, underneath I'm thinking, I've already given you Aaron McGill. What more do you want? <laughs> you <know? laughs> um, he said, you know, we're going we're gonna to install Aaron as our worship pastor on June the 1st. I wonder if you or you and your staff could make a, like just a short video for her. We, we, won't, we don't want to tell her about it, but we want, we want her to receive your blessing in her new commission, in her new assignment. So uh, a week or two ago, staff, uh, we were at a conference in Cincinnati. We found someone from another church that I know who's good with video, and they took a video of our staff, and it's about, I'm not going to show it to you today because... I don't want to cry all day long, all right? If you want to see it, yeah, you tell, send me an email. I'll send you the link. But this morning, right before they um, install Aaron as their worship pastor, they're going to show this video to the church. Aaron doesn't know about it. If you know Aaron McGill or any of the McGill family, I mean, talk about a crier. <laughs> Aaron has love we know not of. Um, and so she's going to be weeping like a baby. Um, but I just wanted, I wanted to announce it. You know, we're, we're, we've released her, and she's kind of gone on to her next assignment. And she's going to be a blessing to the city. She's going to be a blessing to the church because of uh, what she's doing leading worship. And I'm, I'm just thrilled. So uh, if you're ever in Brownsburg at 1030 on a Sunday morning, stop into New Day Church and stand in the back and just go like this for Aaron. Okay. Um, uh, wh- one other thing, and uh, on, on the family side of things, uh, you've seen Clay Orander up here leading our worship almost two years now. And uh, I have to say, Clay has done an awesome job for us. You're allowed to clap. I asked Clay almost two years ago, would you come, would you come on as our uh, interim lead worshiper? And about uh, two weeks later, I said, you're our lead worshiper. Forget the interim part. You're here. Okay. Uh, we've been talking and praying over the last couple of months, and both of us sense that uh, specifically for Clay, the end of this summer, it is time for him to, to move to his next assignment. And specifically that is, he's going to be a senior at Anderson University, and um, I'm going to be asking him to bring the kingdom of God in power in Anderson University this coming year. So um, um, he and likely a, 
<clears throat> lovely soulmate of his will be starting a, a, um, a small community group up there. And uh, there's Clay. Hi, Clay. We're talking about you. So uh, Clay will be with us through the summer, but uh, as of August, we'll be uh, released from the lead worshiper position, uh, which means that um, other people will be blessed in other places he is. He'll still be on the worship team with us at least once a month. That's what you promised. And, um, but it also means that we are on the search for the next person that God has called to lead us in worship here as a, as a vineyard church. So uh, it's not emergency. We've got a couple of months and we've got a lot of uh, worshipers and a lot of great musicians here. But I would ask you to pray for us as a church. We're seeking that person that God has called. Or, and I'm serious about this. It's, it's not to be a, a worship leader or a worship pastor. It's to be a lead worshiper, to, to be the one in the front hard after God and on their way to God so that we can all follow them there and to build this amazing team of people that we have in, in worship here. It's a gift that we have. And I, I think we, uh, we take it lightly to our, uh, to our discredit. It's a serious thing we have. So would you pray for that? If you know of someone who you think might be good for that position, Robbie Hunt, who's not here now, but her info's in the bulletin, is uh, the elder who's leading the team to, to make that search happen. So, uh, any other questions, you can ask Robbie Hunt. You can ask me. I'm happy to let you know what's going on. That's just some of the family business, okay? So um, let's pray. <clears throat> Psalm 86 or Psalm 89, I can't remember which. One of them says that God sets the lonely in families. God, I am so thankful that you sent the lonely. You set the lonely in families. I thank you for this family here at the Vineyard. I thank you, Lord, that uh, we need not be lonely because we're surrounded by the family of God. I thank you that you've drawn us near to the Father, through Christ. You've filled us with the Holy Spirit. You've given us fruit and gifts of the Spirit. So, Lord, we just ask now, just these last couple of minutes, as we look to the Scripture and, and long to know better who we are and what we're called to and to be empowered to see the families of the world blessed through us. We ask that you lead us and sustain us. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, well, I knew that we had a lot to do this morning, um, and so I, uh, I just want to sort of give a teaser message this morning. Um, we've gotten this word uh, a couple of uh, weeks ago from Matthew 5.8. It's a season in our church, which is Matthew 5.8. It says, uh, blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. And we believe that that is what God has said to us as a group of believers. We're blessed by God, we're pure in heart, and we're going to see God. And um, it's happening. I, I talked to someone just yesterday who, uh, I can't tell all the details, but has incredible access into a hospital in the city. And this person told me they, just, they walk into the hospital and they've been given the freedom to pray in rooms and in ICU to actually release the kingdom of God. Nurses that will take them around and say, pray for this person, pray for this person, pray for this person. The world is hungry. The world is hungry and we've been blessed. And we get to see God. And we don't see God just for ourselves, like, you know, come in, yeah, it's all God again, you know. We see God so that we can be with God and in God and that through us, the families of the world can be blessed. And that's the, the scripture I want to look to this morning is from Genesis chapter 12. So if you have a Bible or that you can open up or turn on or do something with uh, Genesis chapter 12, 
It's a familiar passage if you've been around the Bible for a while, but it may not be to you. I don't know. Um, This is one of the seven covenants in the scriptures made by God with man. And specifically, this is the the covenant to Abraham. Uh, I won't go through all the details of the different kinds of covenants, but essentially this is a covenant of grace. And covenant means this, two parties strike a deal. When God is issuing a covenant, both parts of the covenant, in this case, are dealt with by God. This is not a conditional covenant. Nowhere in this covenant with Abraham will you see God saying, I will do this if you do that. This is a declarative covenant. Does that make sense? This is going to happen. This is happening. God is empowering both uh, sides of this bargain as it were, in the covenant to Abraham. So I want to read the passage. I want to then go through it relatively quickly. And I want to just give you some pointers as to what it might mean in your life as we walk out as the covenant children of God. This is Genesis chapter 12, verses 1 to 3. I'm reading from the NIV. This is the word of the Lord. The Lord said to Abram, Go from your country, your people, and your father's household to the land I will show you. I will make you into a great nation, and I will bless you. I will make your name great, and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and whoever curses you, I will curse. And all peoples on earth will be blessed through you. Let me just read that last line again. And all peoples on earth will be blessed through you. Let me just read the last line again. And all peoples on the earth will be blessed through you. That's the promise of God to Abraham. That is the promise of God to Abraham and to Abraham's children. Who are Abraham's children? If you're a human, raise your hand. Okay. If, if you're in the family of God, you, we are Abraham's children. This covenant was made with Abraham. Here's what I'm going to do, says God. And we live that out. So God promised to Abraham these three things. Now you can look through the rest of Genesis and there's a lot more that happens with Abraham. He's got a powerful dream. There's a lot of blood spilled you know, of animals. There's a great blessing of God. It's just incredible as God fulfills this promise to Abraham. The first thing that God promises to Abraham, I'm going to smash these first two together, is I'll make you a great nation and I will bless you. I think those are together. Read back through the story of Abraham and Sarah, you know, 90 and 99 years old, having been promised that they will have descendants that outnumber the sands on the, on the seashore. And they got nada, nothing, not a child. But God says, I'll make you a great nation and I will bless you. And so the promise to Abraham is, I will bless you. I will give you what you couldn't possibly get by yourself. And that blessing to Abraham is a blessing extended to the family of God. God says to us this morning, Vineyard Community Church, I will bless you. We, Byron told us a couple of weeks ago, Lori went back to it last week and I the week before, we are a blessed people. We are a blessed people. For Abraham, this meant he would get land and provision It meant that he would get uh, protection and provision and direction. It meant that he would get promise and that he would get transformation. 
So Genesis 12, his name is Abram, but by the end of Genesis 17, 18, or 19, somewhere down there, God changes Abram's name. You've heard of the game changer? This is a name changer. I mean, you see that in the Bible all the time. When God picks a person and says, I'm going to do something special, he changes their name. So Abraham means father of many nations. So this, you know, God makes a promise to Abraham. He says, you know, I'm going to bless you and it is going to change your life. We carry that promise. The blessing of God to the Matthews family is blessing families in Rwanda and on and on and on. God says, I'm going to bless you. And secondly, he says to Abraham and to us, you will be a blessing. So I want you to hear this. The blessing of God is first something that you get, but it becomes something that you are. So This is kind of the magical what's in the box part of the message, you know. Somehow when God decides he will bless a people, it's not just about them carrying blessing. They become blessing. I don't, I don't really know how to explain that. I'm just telling you what the Bible says. It says, I will bless you and you will be a blessing. It doesn't specifically say you will bless other people, though I think that'll happen. It says you will be a blessing. People of God in Indianapolis, can you hear this? You are a blessing. Many of us grew up in families that did not call us a blessing. And maybe something far worse. If Jesus resides within you, you've been blessed by God. And what you carry is the blessing of God. It's not just something that's on you or in you. You are it. You are a blessing. And isn't that a wild thought? We are the blessing of God to this city. Where you walk, the blessing of God walks. Where you breathe, the blessing of God breathes. Where you weep, the blessing of God weeps. Where you extend your hand of healing, the blessing of God is there for healing. I didn't make this up. It's just what the Bible says. I will make your name great. You will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you. You go to that next one, Marcia. I will bless uh, those who bless you. Oh, darn. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. You were right. I told you you should do this message, Martha. Martha. And you will be a blessing. So whatever that means in your life this week, I want you to move from God, you've blessed me, even past God, I can bless other people, to look in the mirror and speak the reality, I'm a blessing. That's not fake until you make it. That's not just wishful thinking. That's the reality of your position in Jesus. You are a blessing. And finally, God says to Abraham, All peoples will be blessed through you. All peoples. The Hebrew word is something like mishpachach. (laughs) And it can be translated people or nation or family. Here's the point. Every single clan, every single separate ethno-linguistic people group in the world will be blessed through the seed of Abraham. For Abraham, this meant, not only are you going to have a lot of children, not only are you going to lead the 12 tribes and make great nations, but Jesus the Messiah will come through your descendants. 
And so the entire, you know, every people of the earth is blessed through the seed of Abraham because the descendant of Abraham all the way down the line is Jesus himself. But this is also a promise to us, the descendants of Abraham. All the nations of the earth, all the peoples of the earth, all the families and clans, all the little subgroupings of the earth will be blessed through us. Why? Because we've been blessed by God and because we're a blessing. Here's what I would love to do. If I could just ask God for a gift, here's one I would ask for. Lord, show me Indianapolis, one point, Indianapolis, greater Indianapolis, 1.7 million people. If I could just say, Lord, show me greater Indianapolis and show me all the peoples. Show me all the groups of people who are somehow tied by where they work or the neighborhood they live in or uh, something they're interested in or their language or a specific custom or maybe where they hail from. Show me those people. I just wish we could see a, a map of all the peoples and then we could see how God had strategically placed the presence of God through a believer in each one of those groups. See, this promise is not about 6,000 years ago or 6,000 years in the future. And this promise is not about heaven. This promise is about today. We're a blessed people. And we are a blessing. And all the peoples of the earth, all the peoples of Indianapolis will be blessed through us. That's why I can say, that's why I can pray for New Day Church. That's how I can pray for every church in the city that names Jesus. Because it's a, it's a pile of blessing waiting to be poured out into every nook and cranny of the city. My encouragement to you today is that you've got a nook or a cranny. You are a blessing to some place in this city. You, you, you've got something to give. It's not just your amazing talents. It's not just your beautiful gifting or be, your beautiful face. It is the presence of God himself. It's the blessing of the Messiah, Jesus. Maybe it's easier to think, well, the Matthews are going to take the blessing of God to Rwanda. The Flores are going to take the blessing of God to Pasadena. Maybe it's easier. But, but we will take the blessing of God because we are the blessing of God everywhere we go. God has set people around you who are longing for the presence of God. God has allowed problems to emerge around your life so that you could be in Christ the solution. Anybody have problems? more than likely you are a part of the solution to the problem that you see out there because you bring the blessing of God. And some of us have a promise. Some of us somewhere in the years have been promised by God. I mean, God gave me a vision 20 years ago and I saw three distinct countries and I felt like God said, these countries will be blessed through you. I don't know how that's going to happen. I don't see it happening right now but I believe it's going to happen. So I'm hanging on to the promise because God has blessed me and I'm a blessing and all the peoples of the earth will be blessed. Through who? Through me and through you, through us. So I'm going to ask you this week, Lord, just begin to give me a clue. Give me one clue. Give me one step, one place, one person for whom I can be an intentional blessing. Now, some of you, honestly, you're sitting next to that person. They are your spouse or your child. They may feel like your enemy. 
then God's called you today to turn to them and say, in your heart, I'm going to be a blessing to you. And God will bless you through me. Some of you, it's a workplace. Some of you, it's a neighborhood. Some of you, it's a restaurant. Some of you, it's a a place where you work out. Some of you, it's a cheese shop. I mean, wherever God has given you grace, you are a blessing. So I want you to stand as we close here, and I'm uh, going to give you the Father's blessing. It's not my blessing. It's the blessing of the Father. And then we're going to go out into the world and see all the nations of the earth right here in our city be blessed. Let's pray.